Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 90 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. We are just 10 episodes away from the big one zero zero. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hello. We are almost there. Yes. So close. Who would have thought that a humble little Pokemon podcast would have gotten to 100 episodes? <laughs> Monumental occasion for us. If you're new to the show, well, you guessed it. We are a show all about Pokemon. That's right. Everyone's favorite franchise. We talk about the video games, trading card games, the anime, the manga, anything and everything. We talk if Pokemon's in pop culture and or vice versa. Uh, we are talking about it. A nice show today, I think, for for folks. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, uh, one of those things. We we got a little bit of breaking news just as the podcast was about to start, yeah. and uh, and so I think we'll, we'll we'll dive into that. But before we do, just real quick overview of how the show goes. We do some news in the front part, then we take a quick break, then we do a bit of a deep dive, and then Christian, in an effort to make you a smarter, better Pokemon fan, gives you a Pokemon fact of the week. Mm-hmm. This week's mm-hmm. is a pretty good one. It is. So I'm excited for it. I had no idea about this one. But you're going to have to wait till the very end. Don't scroll to the end if you're listening to the audio, but if you're watching live on Twitch, that's right, you can watch and chat with us every Monday morning or afternoon, I guess, because it's 12 Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 o'clock Central, 5 p.m. overseas in uh, the London-ish area. Uh, You can go to twitch.tv forward slash comic book. And we love taking uh, fan questions and comments, and it just helps us along with the show because sometimes you guys are saying things that we're not thinking about. And uh, let's just get on with it. Christian, let's go with the breaking trading card game news. Breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. Put down what you're doing because this is this is like legit breaking news, not news, Christian. Yeah. (laughs) Like, does it involve a Charizard? It might. Probably. Right. We don't know yet. I mean, <laughs> chances are it will eventually involve a Charizard card. There is a new Pokemon trading card game trademark that has been filed by the Pokemon company. This comes from our friends over at Pokebeach. The trademark filing is the very, very straightforward VMAX Climax. So a new form uh, of VMAX card. No, no, we're just rolling on by with that mm-hmm. one. We're not even going to give it any attention. <laughs> what, what attention is there to give? Exactly. That's a very straightforward, so, no nuance needed. Okay, so VMAX Climax cards. Let's let's talk about these for a second. Because obviously we don't know anything about, we don't know anything other than this is a trademark that right. uh, Pokemon Card Company has, has filed. Uh, Christian, if you were to compare this to maybe something else that we've ex- we've seen in the trading card game, what what may what do you think it may be? I I don't know. Consid- I mean, considering what we know, like like VMAX were like you know the VMAX cards were basically the GX or basically GX cards that have different mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't remember if there was like a super GX card. Uh, I, if I had to guess. I get. I. I mean, you're you're really hamstringing me here with this. There are so many things that I'm just not allowed to say. I have been told to stick to the straight and narrow. So um, maybe this would be the equivalent to a break card. 
um, which we oh, okay. haven't seen in uh, in you know uh, two you know this the those were last seen in X and Y. Um, so maybe because you know we know that there's some sort of new um, mechanic coming. It, they right. add a new one every year. It's not just going to be the battle styles. Um, there's there's going to be some sort of you know uh, you know the power creep is real. Let me just put it like that. Um, and so we've we've got a few different variants of you know uh, trademark filings. I'm guessing that this is all leading towards the same thing, and they're still uh, uh, workshopping uh, the the mechanic name. And guys, I'm just gonna I am just going to go and tell you guys just keep on workshopping. This should not be <laughs> should not be the final one. Please, 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 Pokemon Company, do not make this hard on me. Look, look, a Lightbird Poke fan, uh, longtime watcher of the stream goes, how many VMAX cards are there going to be, for goodness sake? And why the bad names? Pokemon names get better, card names get worse. I mean... statement. Yeah, I... Listen. I mean, yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I think we found out about the Pokemon V cards, like, pretty you know, close to an actual recording of this podcast. And, yeah. oh, man, that was, that was a field day. I mean, I just remember it was like 20 minutes of jokes. Um, I was, I mean, it was, they make these things so hard on me, guys. You, they, you, they really do. They really do. Yeah. But, okay, that's enough. So anyway, that's really all we know. Every, anything else that we do at this point is pure speculation. Obviously, you know, we know it's going to be a new uh, mechanic. What kind of mechanic, you know, who, who knows? Maybe the, you know, we'll get... Uh, you know, I've I've been waiting for Gigantamax sized cards. Maybe we not, get those. Not gonna they, happen. Not gonna happen. We have uh, jumbo cards already. <laughs> so like they they, no, they I wanna, would... but I need a jumbo jumbo card. Wow, uh, that's a bit uh, excessive. Yeah, gig, is, it has to be a Gigantamax sized. Uh, yes, a jumbo jumbo V Max card. You know, a V Max <laughs> climax card. Yep. Yep. That's uh, and uh, we have one more bit of Pokemon trading card game news to cover today. Big, big sales are happening. So look at this. If you missed out on the Charizard train, if you missed mm -hmm. out, if you have Blastoise and it's in good condition, you could probably get some money for it. <laughs> and not a little bit of money because... One just sold for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So, so Jim, you always come in hot with these things. Like, yeah, sell your Blastoise card, make six figures, and then here I am to give you the hard <laughs> of reality. That's you're not. You're I'm not the hype man. Off. I'm the hype man, and you're the play-by-play. -play. Uh, we're just like you're not going to pay off your house with Blastoise. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, it's not going to uh, happen. <laughs> so this. A super rare variant Blastoise card yes. called a, I believe it's the Collector Blastoise. There was only two in known existence. Yeah. One of them sold for $360,000, making it the most expensive single Pokemon card, beating Charizard, which makes sense because Blastoise speaks mm -hmm. Charizard, um, unless this is the Pokemon <laughs> anime. Um, exactly. And so it sold for $360,000. You know, um, these cards continue to be super hot. Um, they are, um, you know, the, the vintage market is just going up and up and up. I believe, if I remember correctly, this card was purchased by the wrapper Logic. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah, um, Logic's been buying up a lot of Pokemon cards if you follow him on social media. I do not, but, <laughs> you know, but here's, <laughs> I do. here's the here's the crazy thing about um about this image. And I, and we we may or may not be able to get it up. So if we do, Richard will let me know because I'm gonna send it to him. But uh if you look at the the the, the text on this Blastoise card, it basically looks like the card was it looks like someone made it in MS Paint using Comic Sans as a font, mm-hmm. uh, and like that's that's the card. So uh, you, uh, if you go take a look for it, um, Richard will let me know uh, one way or the other if we can if we can pull it up in a second. But I mean, when I when I went to take a look at this card, I was like, what? No, this has to be fake. But no, it's real. <laughs> oh yeah, because these were these were oh, yeah. the uh, early ones when these they were. The were yeah. yeah, these were the preview yeah. cards. Um, so yeah, they they were clearly testing out fonts, much in the same way that they are workshopping names for the <laughs> new mechanic. Um, what? What? I'm just I am just bringing this full circle. I have not said anything wrong. No, at all. You've only said things which are right. The uh, the other the other thing the other thing to note uh, in other big sa- uh, big sales, an unopened first edition box sold for four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Was it a YouTuber? Because I swear every time I go on YouTube, I guess I just watch so much Pokemon content. My <laughs> feed is just filled with just like <laughs> prolific, you know, YouTubers who have a bunch of money from ad revenue and they're buying and like going through these card boxes. So I I know all two, I can assume. two YouTubers who like, you know, I guess this speaks to the universality of the uh, mm-hmm. Pokemon franchise because I, I know two two YouTubers that are better known. I guess I I honestly don't know what one of them does. Um, I, she's a professional <laughs> cosplayer, I, so I don't I'm not really familiar with her YouTube content. But she recently posted on Twitter about how she just bought a bunch of boxes of Pokemon cards to do openings with, and I'm just like I I. I remain surprised about how popular Pokemon card box openings are. I, I, oh. I just all power it's, to those who watch. But here's the thing. But here, like, it's the it's the the excitement is really churned on by by the unknown, right? Like, you could have a box that you know still worth a lot of money, first edition cards or what you know or whatever. You but you're you're basically paying that price. Hoping there's a Charizard in there. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. That's that's the entire purpose of that. There's there's thirty six, and you know you're 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 odd because I think there's thirty six cards in a in a set. So your your odds are not terrible. And keep in mind that um, the original base set, their rares, you know that that was before they started doing the stupid reprints. Yeah. of uh, rare cards with holofoil and without holofoil. No I hated that. So, um, when you they know, started doing that, it was the worst. They literally started doing it like one set in. I know, um, I know, and I hated it. It was awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I remember my first one. My first one was a Mewtwo, and I thought, I was like, oh, I like I saw Mewtwo, and I pulled it out, and there was no hol- there was no foil on it. Was that, what, a base set two then? Yeah, it was base set two. Okay, yeah. yeah really. Anyway, uh, Richard does have the Blast Toy, so let's pull it up on screen so we can all look at the co- Comic Sans. There it is. I mean, oh, uh, that looks like something that someone did with, like, those hmm. colored uh, back iMac, Apple iMac computers. Graphic um, design really is my passion. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Richard, for uh, for pulling that up on the screen. Uh, on the screen. But again, like, it's just, 
It's crazy. I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, so to me, this is a card more like if you're an action figure collector or whatnot, like getting prototypes or basically, right? So like mm-hmm. those are in the collecting, you know, community for figures, prototypes have kind of that same uh, value depending on, obviously depending on what the figure is and, and, and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you know, nice little, nice little preview card. And um, yeah, so that's it. So anyway, Pokemon card box sold for $400,000. That uh, preview Blastoise for $360,000. And look, the prices just keep going up. Up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. make a jump to Pokemon Go. I have caught a Groudon. So big thank you to hey. Ace Trainer, uh, who, uh, who invited me to uh, a raid this weekend. Uh, I, I did a few raids with Groudon. Only caught one, which is was really frustrating. But whatever, it is what it is. I still got one happy uh but did either you guys go go out for any of them or yeah you you said you were looking unfortunately i could not find a uh second kyogre raid to do so i didn't get the rayquaza um but i did get three groudons Um, oh man is that what the uh i didn't realize that was the bonus encounter yeah, it's a Rayquaza with Hurricane. Uh, pretty handy, pretty handy Pokemon. A little bit disappointed that I didn't get it, but you know, say la vie. Um, well, now, I, now I'm annoyed. <laughs> well, you were, so, you were so excited. You were so. Ready. I was. I just totally, I totally forgot that that was that was it. Like I was so focused on just getting the crown that, like, because I don't care about Kyogre, and I'm like, whatever. I don't. I don't need it. Not realizing that. Oh no! I needed to complete that so I can get Rayquaza. Yeah, you need to catch two of them, but you you were nowhere close to getting it anyways because you needed to catch two ground on too. I will shout out. I do need to mention to Rankin twenty seven hundred in the chat, waiting for Jim to open my gift. My pack is full. I am trying to empty it of all the junk I have in there so I can open more gifts. Just get rid of all I, your healing items, Jim. I need I, them because now I'm going on raids and stuff. Yeah, you don't need like the. Th- how what, what's what's your size? I only keep I only keep max max he, uh, max potions and uh, and revives. That's it. Yeah, that's so. like, I guess I can't really criticize you too much. But <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is? I have a lot of charge. T- I have a lot of like the TM stuff. Mm-hmm. That I, like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm holding on to a rainy day, and I don't know why. Get rid of. Uh, I should probably just get rid just, of them. Just yeah. give up the ghost, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, what we uh, really needed to talk about was the Jodo celebration event is the last of the celebration events that are happening in the free-to-play app. Gives players a chance to grab 2018 Community Day moves. Yes, yeah. there are a number of... Uh, this is, I believe, 2018 and 2019. There's a mix of them. Uh, they, they did say it was all 2018 Community Day events. They, there's been so many of these things, it's hard to keep track of them. Um, uh, Meganium, Typhlosion, Ampharos, and Tyranitar, if you evolve those Pokemon... Uh, beginning tomorrow at 10 a.m. local time and running through Sunday, January 31st at 8 p.m. local time, uh, those Pokemon will know various exclusive move, uh, moves that were previously exclusive to their community days. Uh, Blastburn, Frenzy Plant, you know, obviously are very good plant type and fire type moves. Uh, the Dragon Pulse um, Ampharos is very handy if you plan on Mega Evolving that Pokemon and using that as that gives it a same type attack bonus as Mega Ampharos, which was just added to the game last week, um, is a Dragon type uh, in addition to being an Electric type. And of course, Tyranitar Smackdown, that gives it an extra, uh, a solid Rock type uh, attack to use. Um, which, you know, you can never have too many strong rock-type Pokemon in Pokemon Go. 
So, solid event. Yeah. Also, uh, shiny milk tank uh, seems to have a boosted shiny rate. I don't know. I don't really get what they're what they've been doing with the last few of these shiny, you know, things. Because before it was like, you know, when it was Nova, it's like, ah, here is a new shiny Pokemon. And then they're like, yeah, Shiny Aaron is appearing in the game. It's like, dude, Shiny Aaron's been in this game for two years, man. And now they're like, yeah, Shiny Milk Tank. It's like, I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's been in there. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? I did catch a Shiny Ninkata last week. Oh. Hey. On a totally, totally, you know, um, unrelated note. I, like, the Ninkata spawns have been really, really low for me. And, like, I just saw one the other day, and I was like, oh, Hello. I will take <laughs> um, So anyway. All right. We need to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about a possible, maybe, maybe return for Pokemon Tournament 2. We'll see when we get back. We're back, folks. That worked. That was exciting. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh now um let's talk about first we have one anime thing to to jump to uh where it looks like ash may be getting a grookey christian thinks probably not but i mean how, how great would it be if christian was wrong i mean i, mean, I would likely. be wrong ash it's more likely it's ash based Go I'm just going to say based on um, the teasers that the Pokemon company has been putting out exclusively in Japan, like little promos, uh, it does seem fairly likely that Ash will be getting Grookey, um, which makes sense because obviously Grookey is the grass starter for the Galar region and Ash and his grass starters are just real close. Just loves um, Hoffer, I can understand you uh, are a little bit skeptical of this. I'm, I am only, <laughs> I am only skeptical of this and that i really thought that ash was going to get sobble and then they 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 shunted they 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 put sobble in like an abuse situation so yeah yeah, it's not been great i definitely understand not been great i feel like (laughs) i know has really underutilized sobble as of yet um However, it does seem like Rookie will be ending up with Ash, which would be a really nice addition to his team, especially the one that he's kind of collectively put together for uh, Pokemon Journeys. However, it's I think it's a that really they have weird a- team. It is a Ash's, weird team. like Ash's team is a very like hodgepodgey kind of team, and I kind of love it. It's all oh, like man. really like forceful, like strong, like head strong Pokemon, which I'm I'm a huge fan of. It wasn't what I was expecting him to have at all for. Uh, this series, but since Galar isn't necessarily the primary focus for Pokemon Journeys, I think it's been a good kind of combination of new and old. Um, and I think, you know, as Grookey evolves up um, into Rillaboom, like that's going to be a really good situation for him. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He is still weak to fairy types. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he needs to, he needs to get that fixed though. I think the new promo that we got today will have Hoffer even more concerned because there's like a 95% chance that Suicune is going to become a Pokemon for go. Oh Jesus. Christ. Like no. it looks like it's, it's looking like Suicune will actually be caught or decide to travel with the pair for at least a little bit. It's not good. I don't think it's going to be like an extended ordeal, Um, but they've been releasing a lot of promos uh, recently on the, uh, the Pokemon 
anime's Japanese YouTube channel, and it features the voice actor of Go basically being like, will Go catch Suicune? Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. So, so is this going to be one of those, like, Eternatus situations where, you know, he catches it and he immediately gets arrested by the authorities? <laughs> I mean, probs not. I don't feel like that's the case. It seems like based on what the chatter and the theories are online is that this sweet coon will end up joining go for a little bit in some sort of concerted effort to meet up with Celebi or to like track down some evidence about Celebi, because obviously that's, that's go's big mission in life is to, to find Celebi and, and to find Mew and those Pokemon. Um, so that seems to be, kind of what is being hinted at here. Um, all I know is that if Go is able to catch Suicune, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I, I could just that's, see it that's being... That's not possible. It shouldn't be possible. So my my theory is so, you know, Suicune is going to go like, oh yeah, we're going to follow, you know, Go around. It's like, oh my god, this guy no. And just like departs. Like voluntarily leaves the team. Just like, mm -hmm. no, thank you. I am done with this. That will also not happen because I keep trying to present Go as something resembling legitimate. But, um, oh, yeah. you be nice to Go. You quit it. I am being nice to Go. <laughs> I'm being wow. very nice to Go. He, to be um, fair, Hoffer has been much meaner to Go than this. <laughs> this is true. him being like tame. <laughs> he is. I, although I do need a little bit of context because uh, Huckleberry uh, Flynn brought it up in, in the chat. Uh, apparently, uh, they showed a golem shell in the anime. In Japan. Yeah, I guess in the anime. Yeah, yeah in Japan. So does that mean yeah. like does golem shed the shell, or is it a golem shell and then there is a weird naked beast underneath it? I mean, they didn't really kind of <laughs> explain. To be okay. honest with you, it was just kind of like there i feel like the more likely thing is is that like it was kind of a shedding situation yeah. i don't think golem is like a turtle yeah. but if it is that's brand new information to me and oh, i i need but turtles, I need turtles don't shed their shells do they no i mean they don't get they're no, not like it's, yeah it's it's totally empty yeah. um you know yeah. huh I'm yeah just, that's, that's why everyone was confused because we were like or, or the alternative thing was that someone speculated that the golem died, and obviously the shell is rock, so it's not going to degrade, but all of the fleshy bits of golem, like its head and arms, oh, that's <laughs> just, you know, it, when it, it all <laughs> rotted and went away. <laughs> so you know, some people speculated that the, the shell was I mean, just like the remains of a dead golem. <laughs> that's, how, that's how turtle shells work. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, turtle shells are yeah. left preserved in the... the you know the 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 um, exposed part of the turtle the flesh, anyway, the guys 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 <laughs> yeah. guys i have good news good news the pokedex states that the golem grows bigger by shedding its skin once a year oh, the okay. discarded okay. shell immediately hardens when exposed to air allegedly it's supposed to crumble away and um you know return to the soil um but uh, it I'm is possible you know, through some preservation method, that is how they got it. So, you know, let us Someone let found us, a you know, recently discarded shell and quickly shellacked it. Yeah, they, they yeah, so, for sure. A good measure. So, it you know, we nobody died. Nobody died. <laughs> <No>. <You're> fine. <laughs> uh, all right, we need to keep moving along. So, let's get to the Pokemon tournament update. 
really, so I think like the this all basically came from, and correct me if I'm wrong, because Bandai Namco basically said they'd do one if uh, if mm-hmm. they could. Mm-hmm. And so that basically led to speculation on like, well, if Bandai Namco wants to do it, maybe they're talking to the Pokemon company and maybe we'll get one. Well, they they straight up said we are not talking with the Pokemon company. It is up well, to the yeah. Pokemon company to that's tell us. Have, I mean, that's what they have to say. Um, you know, so I mean, th- there's good news and there's bad news here. Like, you know, Pokemon gets a weird, you know, it, Pokemon by no stretch of the imagination. Like, people are like, oh yeah, you know, Pokemon, Pokemon, you know, was a flop. I'm like, it most certainly wasn't. No, no. I mean, it it, it, it definitely wasn't. I mean, especially for a second tier fighting game, it sold two million copies. That's that's not and bad. They, and they held some pretty big money tournaments for it too. I okay, sure, yeah. yeah um, um, yeah, within the VG competitions, it did. It no. just didn't. It could have done so much more, and I feel like that's why the reputation of it being a flop within the competitive community is so pervasive because it did have a shot, but it was never. Well, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was because never also, promoted you know, in that way, right? And it, and there was no general upkeep, like with added fighters, right. as you know, for DLC past, you know, basically the the initial launch. That mm. you yeah. know, I mean, you can only play and master the same characters for for so long before you know mm. adding new dynamics to the game and having it you know last. Yeah, well, and that was. Long. I think that was like the big question was, you know, would they be continuing that? And so the producer, one of the producers of the game, who's the guy, the guy who made Tekken, like, you know, so like somebody who would know about this stuff, you know, uh, the creator of Tekken was like, we love Pokken. It did well for us. We'd love to do another Pokken. It is not our call whether or not we do Pokken. Nintendo and, you know, uh, the Pokemon company need to want a Pokken tournament too. Yeah. Uh, this this isn't exactly surprising news. Um, I mean, it took us how many years to get a new Pokemon Snap? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So in so, twenty years, we'll get a new Pokemon. Twenty tournament. years. Uh, and and you know, I'll, I'll also say this: Nintendo is still investing pretty heavily in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know that that is their premier fighting game and i could see why they would not want to release another fighting game that kind of competes with that especially as smash is still inactive you know it's still not only it's not a complete game we're, we're still getting more dlc yeah but those games are so different megan you were going to say something so good yeah, sorry. yeah i was gonna say no no i think it's i think you're totally right. The competition here. I mean, it's funny to think about because if you compare Smash to Pokken, there is no competition. Smash wins. Um, sure. But I mean, if, if Pokken had been treated with the same level of care, there definitely could have been points of comparison of them being at least quasi-competitors. Um, but what I was going to say is, so I mean, we get Pokemon Snap, you know, 20 plus years after it came out. The problem is, is I am not sure Pockin is going to hold that same like that nostalgia factor. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. Like that's like that is that's going to be the big thing that I feel like Pokemon Snap has been so pervasive in the fandom conversation that it was impossible for the Pokemon Company to kind of ignore it. At at, at some point, you know, the scales tipped, and the Pokemon Company had to kind of acknowledge, like, yeah, this is a game that. You know, we're probably not going to v- revisit, but in the back of their minds, they were. Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine that happening for Pockin in 20 years, which is upsetting because I love Pockin. I'm just curious if it wouldn't be more 
you know, beneficial to the Pokemon company and Nintendo in like 20 years instead to roll out, you know, a different kind of, you know, arcade fighting system game for, for Pokemon that would be maybe even more in line with Smash. Who knows? But I think, I think the interesting thing too is had COVID not happened, maybe like, and, and, you know, arcades obviously are, are not a thing right now because no one can really, you know, get to them safely. But like, right. if, if that, if they happen to see, a continued trend or or usage of those games like would that lead them to figure out a way to do more dlc but that that's neither here nor there but christian raises a you know we raise a, a pretty interesting uh, point with super smash brothers so i'm going to ask the chat mm-hmm. and i want to ask you two guys if you're in a, uh if you had the opportunity to add one more pokemon uh immediately into super smash brothers who would it be and why who wants to go first among us I'm going to say Dragonite. I was going to go with that. <laughs> Damn. Mm. I was going to go with that because I was like, it can fly. It adds a totally yeah. different like play level to the other Pokemon that you deal with. Um, I think, I think I Dragonite uh, would be a good one. So go ahead. Is it, you want, who are you going to say now? I think I, I still like the idea of like flight for the Pokemon. So, I mean, I uh, would probably go with something like Rayquaza. I, I feel like that would be. A really great Pokemon should be able to play the long slender body, play snake, <laughs> this fly is, around. This is for Smash, right? Smash, yep. Yeah. Yeah, for Smash. Uh, I I'm gonna go with Marowak because I oh. am I am a sword user to my core. Uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. you know, I would you know, I could see Marowak being a um basically a smaller version of Pit. Um, because you know, um yeah, with a with a slight not I guess not Pit, um, not Pit's current move set. I've been playing so much Smash um, <laughs> uh, over the last like two months. Uh, like I got, I really got back into the game after my nephew started um, trash talking me. Um, so fun, fun oh, Smash wow. story. Uh, back in college, I um, you know not quite. The uh, you know not not like on any like major competitive scene, but like you know on in the college level scene, I was something of a known commodity in Smash. I, I was pretty good at Smash back in college, um, and local, so you know local, I, local Smash celebrity Christian Hoffer. Yeah, I I, yeah. I I I could hold my own. I I I never won any tournaments, but I I've placed you know in my share. Well, now um, I have and, to ask, who is your go-to character? Oh, Roy. I'm I'm a Roy. Okay. Oh, of course um, you would. Uh, you know, it's. I, see. I, I said I'm a sword user. I, I you know. I it, mean, it makes sense. At least it's not Marth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, give me give me explosive fire. Um, but so my um uh, my nephew did not realize the side of me. So when I when I got Super Smash Bros. Ultimate a couple years ago, uh, he was like spending the night. Uh, at our house and he was just like out of nowhere just starts trash talking he's like oh i'm gonna beat you so badly uncle christian like i'm gonna kick your butt and like me and my wife both like look at him because my wife is uh, well aware of how good i am at smash and like my wife is like uh ryan you 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 get like one chance like back away now and i'm like no <laughs> no let's go and play you can have any character that you want i'm just gonna take this little known japanese character named roy he probably sucks what am i even doing and I just proceed to like whip him. I'm like, let's let's do a stock battle, you know, um, you know, like 10, 10, 10 lives apiece. Like, what what could happen? Ten nothing. And I was like, oh man, what a what a coincidence. Let, let me use another character. 
I don't know. Uh, how about Meta Knight? Meta Knight sucks, right? Ten nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did it to him five times with like five different characters. Ten nothing. Ten nothing. I'm sitting there and like he's like he's like Uncle Christian, let me onto like you know like I'd go and like toss him off the side. Then I go and grab an item and I whip it at him and knock him off the stage. He's like, this isn't even fair. I don't even get a chance. I'm like, life's not fair. Deal with it. If there's you, one game Hopper is scarier at than Pokemon, I guess it's Smash. <laughs> I do want to. I do want to uh, point out. I think someone uh, brought it up. I, I have kind of scroll up in the chat, but uh, someone brought up uh, Eevee being put uh, brought into yeah. the game and have the ability to change into different forms. Oh, that would uh, be, I think is yeah. is a is a pretty I mean, cool. You know. I mean, that's me. That's me. If I, I mean, like, I'm I'm only good with one character in Smash, but if they brought <laughs> Eevee into this, I would immediately <laughs> become I, I would grind all day, every day. <laughs> Seriously. We, we joke, but I would do it. Yeah. Sorry. That, that was Huckleberry Flynn. Sorry. I couldn't uh, scroll up in the chat. Uh, so that was a, a great one. Uh, that was a great suggestion. Uh, other suggestions included uh, Gengar and... Uh, uh, Darmanitown, however the hell you say that one. Yeah, that would be. A yeah, one. Darmanitown would be a good one. Uh, Gengar, uh, I think I said that. Uh, all, all great ones. Uh, no one said Geo Dude, and that really hurts my feelings because uh, I feel well, like you can do. Geodude you can would do be as, uh, a a item that you pick up and oh, throw yeah. it. That, yeah, that's uh, yes, would... that would be perfect. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, like those little blocks that come down, you just pick up Geo Dude. Yes. <laughs> Love it. That All right. Let's let's get to the Pokemon fact of the week because we do have to get out of here. Christian, what do we got? Uh, Lapras. Uh, you know, a, a, a interesting Pokemon. Lapras may derive their name from an unexpected source. Uh, the scientist uh, and mathematician, uh, Pierre-Simon uh, Laplace, uh, who is known as, uh, you know, coming up with the mathematical equations to predict the tides and to explain how the tides work here uh, in the oceans. And Laplace and, uh, uh, and uh, you know, Lapras, you know, there's only, uh, uh, you know, some very minor differences. And so the, the running speculation is that is where the name came from. Nice. I like that. I like when, like, there are real life kind of applications or, you know, uh, uh, nods to, you know, scientists and things like that when it comes to, to Pokemon, that's a, a fun one to, uh, to do. So that's, that's a nice one. Thank you, Christian, for that. Yeah, was, yeah, you're welcome. I will say there is one thing about Lapras that I think is interesting. If you look at the Pokedex is like for the first couple generations that you see Lapras, it was always such a sad intrigue. They're like, Lapras has been overhunted to death. It sings at night to cry to those who are still alive. But oh now if you look God. at it, I know it's really dark, but now if you look at more modern entries for Lapras, it's like due to extreme overprotective natures for like the like people in stating for Lapras, there's an overabundance of them. There's so <laughs> many Laprases now. <laughs> but I think they like realized how dark they were getting, which is funny because Pokemon, as we've discussed, is dark if you just look a little too hard. But I but think they realized but- so sad (laughs) but that's right but that's like but that's like legitimate in-game research continuity that has grown in that pokedex right apparently there were not many lapras and so people started learning about lapras in the the world of pokemon and they said we have to save the lapras and now there's tons of them 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and it's reflected in the Pokedex. To me, like that's a dumb, cool continuity nod that yeah. uh, that you can see that you don't normally see in these Pokedex entries. Like, it's, well, and it also yeah. reflects how in the original Pokemon games, it was not a Pokemon that you could catch in the wild. It wasn't right. until uh, give me a second, I will look it up. Um, you know, so it it was a um, you know basically until. Generation four was the first time it was really commonly available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you could find it by on Victory Road in the Sinnoh region. Yeah. Uh, but before that, you know, it, it was a weekly appearance in Union Cave. And, you know, other than that, you know, in the original Pokemon games, you could only receive one of them. You know, it was, yeah. you know, a, a one, one, one. <laughs> okay. But. You know, we have, uh, uh, you know, praised, obviously, the resurgence of Lapras. But the Ultra Moon entry says they've been cherished so much that there's now an overabundance. The fish Pokemon population has declined in waters with too many Lapras. This is, this is what happens when <laughs> mankind interferes with, exactly. the, with the circle of life. You know, yeah. it's time to take Lapras's out back and start hunting them again. <laughs> You know, okay, I, I have to. I, I have to bring this up. I, I can't help but wonder if that was a reference to the whaling industry in Japan, oh. which has oh, its own controversial yeah. history. And you know, yeah. uh, Japan is one of the few countries that tries to defend uh, their their whaling industry, and they claim that they do it only for research, and that is very much not true. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I can't help but wonder if that's just a sly little dig. Um, at at that, um, I really hope not, because that's that's dark. That's but dark. Yeah. I mean, it's already dark. All of it's dark as is. But I mean, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. But anyways, <laughs> if you are a fan of Lapras, know that at one point they might have all disappeared. But your now, love of Lapras <laughs> has has kept Lapras around, and now it has exactly. a Gigantamax form. Yeah, right. yeah. The Gigantamax form says it can carry five thousand humans on its back. In yes. case you were. <laughs> Five thousand people. That's so not COVID. Basically, Gigantamax Lapras is basically a cruise ship. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what that is exactly. <laughs> there we go. Jim nailed it. Nice. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Do want to thank everyone uh, who has watched us live on Twitch every Monday, twelve Eastern, nine AM Pacific. www.twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Otherwise, if you are listening. Thank you for listening. And if you want to find other ways to support the show, by all means, uh, tell all your friends about it. If you uh, tweet at us, we almost retweet you all, uh, basically anyone who does. Um, so at PokemonPodCB is where to find us on Twitter. Otherwise, you can find me at Jim Viscardi. You can find me on Twitter at MeganPetersCB. And I am at SeahofferCBus. So until next time, everyone, uh, we will catch you here same time, same place. So if you need uh, if you, you need something from us, you know where to find us. We'll talk to you later, folks. Catch you later.